Hello, I'm Aaron Montes. This is KTEP News. Candidates running for district attorney in the Democratic primary brought in just over $91,000 in contributions as of the end of last year, according to new campaign finance reports. Nancy Casas, James Montoya, and Alma Trejo are competing for the Democratic nomination to take on Republican and appointed DA Bill Hicks in the general election. Montoya, a public defender and former prosecutor, accounted for the most contributions with $45,000, nearly half of all donations made to the three Democrats. He also recorded having $40,000 in outstanding loans. Nancy Casas, an assistant county attorney, brought in the second most with $27,000, and Alma Trejo, who resigned from office as judge of the El Paso County Criminal Court No. 1 to run for DA, recorded nearly $19,000 in contributions. And Bill Hicks, who is running unopposed in the Republican primary, raised $11,411. And businessman Renard Johnson is the first to announce his candidacy in the city of El Paso's mayoral race this November. Johnson, the founder of Systems and Information Technology Company, METI Incorporated, has never run for office. He is a former chair of the El Paso Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and has served on the board of directors of the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas. In other city news, interim city manager Kerry Weston will not seek the permanent position as the search to replace former manager Tommy Gonzalez continues. Weston took over when Gonzalez's contract was terminated last year. The city is looking to hire a search firm that will locate candidates for the position. Until a candidate is chosen, Weston will remain in the interim position. And the League of United Latin American Citizens has issued a warning amid a cross-country anti-immigration convoy making its way to the Texas-Mexico border. As of now, we're not aware of the convoy making its way to El Paso. TPR's Maria Navarro has the details. The Taking Our Border Back convoy got its start Monday in Virginia. It's expected to make its way through Texas and arrive in Quemado near Eagle Pass for a rally Saturday. LULAC issued an immediate national alert in response to the convoy, only the second alert in the organization's nearly 100-year history. The first alert was issued in May 2023 to warn against traveling to Florida following a wave of immigration-related measures. LULAC warns Texas Latinos to be on alert for, quote, armed out-of-state extremists with a hate agenda. LULAC says the heated rhetoric about immigration and Governor Greg Abbott's defiance of federal immigration laws could lead to violence. I'm Marian Navarro in San Antonio. And U.S. regulatory systems failed to protect frontline workers during the pandemic leading to thousands of deaths. That's according to a new study from the George Washington University. The Texas Standard's Kristen Cabrera has more. The report highlights the vulnerability of people in essential industries like meatpacking, food service, and long-term health care, which are disproportionately Black and Latino. It was these workers, unable to work from home, who were most likely to get sick. Professor David Michaels is the study's lead researcher. He says actions need to be taken now to prepare for the next pandemic. From the worker protection point of view, we need smarter and stronger regulation. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration, the agency I ran for more than seven years, really needs to issue a standard requiring employers to protect workers from airborne diseases. OSHA has one for bloodborne pathogens like HIV and hepatitis, but we need something for viruses in the air. Michaels also says legislation is needed requiring adequate medical leave so employees don't come to work sick and spread disease. I'm Kristen Cabrera in Austin. Thank you for listening. For KTEP News, I'm Aaron Montes.